Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. If you will turn with me in your Bible or your um, uh, iPad or stay on your feet, you're in your iPhone and in your whatever uh, device you have or so that you can use your voice in reading out loud and Christy will read setting a pace and you will read. Amen. We're going to look at the 16th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. <clears throat> the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the, the church, right? Yes. Pastor Lamar, you could stay with me, but just, just remember we're in Florida. Don't take me back to Philly today. I got to teach the Word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, glory, 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 glory. We're going to begin reading with the, um, might as well begin reading with the 16th verse. And we're going to read um, through the 40th verse. Is that all right? That's quite a reading, but that means that we read the Word of God today. It's very important to you. I want to say to you, um, we are sent into the world. Christ Jesus, our Savior, said to you and I, you are in the world, but you're not of the world. It is very clear that we were not only born once, we were born again. Yes. Are you listening to me? And it's very clear that when we were born again by faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, we were not born again to remain the same as we were when we were born the first time. When we were born again, we received from God not only the miracle of of connection with Him and the promise of eternal uh, life and abundant life, but also we've received from Him a, a definition of our character. He called us the salt of the earth. Thank you very much. And I want, I want to say something. Everybody around the world watching, everyone participating in, 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 in this nation, I want to tell you something. We're the salt of the earth. We, we, we are standing, uh, we have good, good hope, expectation, and faith for the United States of America. God will raise up a body of believers. God will move in this 21st century. God will move in this decade we're living in and he will change some things around for the better and everyone that seemed as if they have no hope will see the hope and the faith of God available to them if you are a child of the living God then God is your source his hand is not short his ear is not deaf he's almighty God and as a member of the family of God globally all over the world You're part of the kingdom. We were born again into the kingdom of God. And I want to tell you something. We were born again not to define that we're salt, but also define that we're light. Did you get that miracle today? You get that strength today? We are what Jesus said. He, the one that said, I am the light of the world, right? Remember? I must do the works of him that sent me. Then he said to you and I in the gospel of Matthew, you are the light of the world. Well, how are we the light of the world? Huh? Because the light is in us. 
there's fire on the altar of our hearts today. It's, it's not a fire that's the byproduct of friction or somebody starting it. It's not a fire that feeds on us. It's the fire uncreated, the presence of the Almighty God who's ever been the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Apostle Paul calls him Christ in you, the hope of glory whom we preach. Thank you very much. He defines to you and I our commission. He says we call it what? What do we call the commission? I'm going to be quiet till Apostolic Global Church shows up. One more time. It's great. It's huge. Are you listening to me? So thank God that whatever we read in the scriptures, regardless of how impossible and how beyond us, it seems this is the beginning of the huge commission. This is the beginning of something that will multiply, increase, where God will raise you up. You will not be the way you were by the time he's finished with you today. And then... So he defined us and he said, go into all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples of all nations, make pupils of all nations, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Yes. We're on a mission. Yes. We're not on a job. No. We're on a mission. Yes. We might have a job. You might have a vocation. You might have an expertise. You might have a, a, a platform of utterance or influence. You might be charismatic in nature, whatever the case might be. But beyond that, you're on a mission. Yes in this world to give honor and praise and glory to Jesus Christ who saved you, the God of heaven who will never leave you. Glory be to God. How many of us are on a mission? Ready? Shout yes. Shout again. And one more time. Yes. You're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Yes. Glory be to God. We're on a mission. Yes. It's, it's, amen. Uh, you know, we're on a mission. You're on a mission. You preach when you're preaching. And you preach when you don't. I mean, whether you're quiet. Or whether you're talking. You're preaching. Because you're peculiar. You're different. You're not what you used to be. Remember what happened when you got saved, what your family thought about you. Come on, somebody. Remember what your friends thought about you when you stepped out of the bondage and the limitations you were in and stepped into the freedoms available to you by Christ. I don't want to preach yet, but I want to get you ready. This is a significant time of appointment for you. So you were born again. Now when you were born again, you were born to grow. You're not, none of us here are a place where we know it already. If we knew it, then this world will just be rumbling in terror. Because of the goodness we're bringing. Because the Lord in your life 
is the healer of the malady, the supplier of the need, the answers to prayer, the deliverer to the captive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we don't come in our name, do we? But we come in his name. And his name is wonderful. Hallelujah. So I want you to look today beyond what your natural eyes see. I want you to look to what your heart sees. What your spirit, what happened to you on the inside when you were born of God. Or what you desire now in God. Maybe somebody told you God is dead. Or somebody told you God doesn't exist. But on the inside of you, you know there's got to be something better. You know there's something greater than what you can hear audibly or what you can see um, uh, visually. There's someone that has ever been, hallelujah, who, who architected the world you're living in. And if it's broken, it's not his fault. Because he died to fix it and deliver the power to his church. Glory to God. Oh, come on, shout like an army. You ready? So none of us here. Point, point at me. Point at me. Just go like that. None of us here arrived. Point at yourself. None of us here arrive. So nobody has an excuse for being indifferent about what we're going to hear. Let's not approach this like we heard him before. God is not the same old, same old. He's alive. He's real. He's new. He's fresh. And he's relevant. He will lift you, heal you, deliver you, inspire you, empower you, and use you like you have never imagined. No one on earth can imagine how God will use you like God has planned to use you in the time you're living in. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Pastor Christie, are you ready? Yes, sir. Now, now we're all going to read together beginning with verse 16 from chapter what? 16. The 16th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles beginning with verse 16. Ready? Yes. Read. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, to come out of her and he came out the same hour and when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers 
and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city, and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes, and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and all his straightway. And when he brought them into his house, he set meat before them, and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. And when it was day, the magistrates sent the sergeants, saying, Let those men go. And the keeper of the prison told this saying to Paul, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Now therefore depart and go in peace. But Paul said unto them, They have beaten us openly, uncondemned, being Romans, and have cast us into prison. And now do they thrust us out privily? Nay, verily, but let them come themselves and fetch us out. And the sergeants told these words unto the magistrates, and they feared when they heard that they were Romans. And they came and besought them and brought them out and desired them to depart out of the city. And they went out of the prison and entered into the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them 
and departed. Hold the Bible above your head. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. Not an opinion. Not an opinion. Not tradition. Not tradition. Not subject to debate. Not subject He's to debate. Alive. He's alive. God said. God said. I believe. I believe. And that settles it. And that settles it. I am who he says I am. I am who he says I am. I have what he says I have. I have what he says I have. And as I believe him today. And as I believe him I today. I can do what he says I can do. I can do what he says I can do. Now set your Bible down and give God the greatest shout because a miracle is happening right now. Stretch your hands this way. These are wonderful uh, family. Your family. In the name, stretch your hands this way. Miracle. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Well, you may be seated. Nothing will be able to imprison your confession of God's victory in your life. Nothing will be able to imprison the shouts of praise the testimonies of gratitude that you have towards God in your life today. Things are going to change by the power of the Lord who will never bypass or overlook our agreement in his superiority. We believe that he is superior to everything and anything that we're encountering. Now, if you believe that, let the world hear the greatest shout out of beautiful Pennsylvania. You know, you don't have to be a member of this church to shout for God. You may be seated. Now I'm going to talk to your spirit. I'm going to talk to you. And the Lord will do the rest. One of the things the Lord did through the great Apostle Paul, or through the Apostle Paul who called himself the least among all saints. Think about it. He said, I am... Um, not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church but he didn't do it knowingly and yet although he was born out of season meaning after other apostles and many others has, had preceded him he met the Lord on the road to Damascus he actually had a desire to imprison to harm to rip families apart and to even kill believers that's the wrong side uh, and the wrong team uh, you could say Saul of Tarsus was on the wrong team and, and so today I have a microphone but I want to hear you 
and many of us were on the wrong team at one point for whatever reason. But this is not the silent team. This is not the dead team. This is not the losing team. This is the winning team. Hallelujah. We, we've been born into this team. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so we know that the great theologian, Saul of Tarsus, that was trained and taught at the feet of Gamaliel, who's until today in Judaism recognized as, as Gamaliel. There were several of them, but this particular Gamaliel recognized in Judaism until today as the greatest uh, scholar and theologian of any time in Judaism. Well, Saul of Tarsus was trained under the Pharisee of the Pharisees from the tribe of Benjamin. How many understand what I'm talking about? And so, if anybody's qualified um, uh, to teach uh, Jewish customs, it would be Saul of Tarsus. Isn't that right? He said, concerning the religion of, the, of his fathers, blameless. Isn't that right? He did it all right. And he was sure that this people uh, were a cult. They were, they were a split off from the true religion. He's certain, he's certain that Moses had given us everything that, that we need. How many are glad for Jesus? Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. How many are glad about Jesus? Because as wonderful as it was to be a Hebrew uh, um, uh, child and be part of the arrested, enslaved, um, uh, chosen people of God and be bound in Egypt, that, not, that part wasn't wonderful. But the, having Moses come and lead us out, that was great and that was wonderful. And as wonderful as it was to follow after Moses' uh, ministry ended in Joshua uh, led the, uh, the, the nation into Canaan. That was wonderful. But all of that were just seasons and times. And so we came out of Egypt. We came out of the dominion of Pharaoh. We came through the Red Sea. And it was all a type. Because in Christ, you don't just repeat the bondage. You don't repeat the slavery. You come out once and once and once and for all to worship the Lord of heaven and serve the King of kings. Jesus is not a type. Jesus is the performer, the redeemer, the deliverer, the aid and the help and the remedy. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so it's very clear Moses was faithful in all in his house, right? And, and it says, but this man speaking of Christ uh, is worthy of greater honor than Moses. <laughs> Somebody say, you could say that again. Why? Because in as much as he that has builded the house is worthy of more honor than the house. For every house is builded by some man but he that built all things is God. How many are glad you are a lively stones in the house of the living God? How many are glad that Jesus did not choose you to discard you? He chose you to build with you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. All right, you may be seated. Someone says, well, Dr. Hafush, I don't see how that 
has anything to do with the text we read. I know you don't, but you're going to see it in a minute. So Saul of Tarsus, very certain that he knows better, knows more. He runs into his adversary. He doesn't know it's his adversary. It's the Lord. And, and the light of glory comes from heaven. And, 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 and uh, you know, the Lord has a sense of humor. You could see it a little bit there, you know. And, um, and I'm sure sometimes he, he'll utilize a sense of humor that won't make you laugh at the moment. You know, but later on you'll get it. You'll be like, whoo. And that's what he did. A light brighter than the noonday sun came from heaven and it was high noon. It was noon. He's on the road to Damascus going to present day Syria to grab the Christians that have fled the persecution, try to bring them back and follow up on what had happened with Stephen's martyrdom and the martyrdom uh, or the persecution of others. How many understand? So he sees this light brighter than the noonday sun. That's some brightness. Glory. That's not a little light. Glory be to God. And it knocks him down. And, and, and God, the Lord speaks to him. And it says to him, it's hard for you to kick against your conscience. That's what that word means. In other words, you're fighting your conscience. He said, why do you persecute me? Notice he didn't say, why do you persecute my Christians? Some people don't know who they're trying to mess with. My God, some people don't know who's in charge. All over the world, people don't know who's in charge. Warlocks don't know who's in charge. Witches don't know who's in charge. Corrupt politicians don't know who's in charge. Cultic churches don't know who's in charge. But the Lord is in the midst of his people today. And he said, I will bless those that bless you. Because we're a blessing to the world. How many understand we're a blessing through Christ Jesus our Savior? And he said, uh, who are you, Lord? And, and here's the sense of humor. How, how strong is the light? You would need those glasses at that time, right? So it's bright in here. Sometimes you have to wear glasses or whatever, right? Whatever. I don't know. I can't see anything right now. But it's bright. I mean, brighter than the sun. That's some bright light. And the Lord is talking to him. And I want you to catch this. He said, who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus of Nazareth. Could anything good come out of Nazareth? I'm Jesus of Nazareth. You can imagine the thoughts. I thought you're crucified. I thought you died. I thought you're buried. I thought you're a I thought you're history. You mean you're the God of glory? You're the Lord of heaven? Yeah. 
I am Jesus of Nazareth whom you are persecuting. Not you, but he said, whom you are persecuting, whom you persecute. And you know the story and um, how the apostle uh, Saul, Tarsus became the apostle Paul. Not, not, not learning. Can I, can I teach a little bit? Are you, are you okay with me coming a little closer? I won't come too close. I'll come a little closer. Because if I get too close to you, I might pick up on what you want instead of what you need. I want to make sure I give you what you need instead of what you want. Because if I give you what you need, it'll have in it what you want. And, uh, and, and so, did not receive his doctrine or revelation being taught by John or Peter or James or any of the twelve. He visited very little with them. He tells us that. We'll have to skip over that. Of course, it was delivered to him. Some things were told him. And, um, but his revelation, how many understand? He went several years and spent time with God alone. And God didn't give him a revelation out of the blue. He gave him a revelation out of the very scriptures of Moses, the prophets, and the entire old covenant that used to be filled with the traditions and the, the, the ceremonial observances and things like that, looking forward to Christ, was expounded to him by the Lord. And uh, he understood now in Christ, you see what I mean? The necessary things. Of course, you know and I know that he had to first be ministered to by Ananias, the, one of the disciples, not, not the other one. Uh, Ananias the tither, not Ananias the God robber. And, and you remember, he, 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 was, he saw him in a vision. You know that he had to be baptized into the body of Christ. And then he, he went away. And the point is, he received his gospel by revelation. That's wonderful for you and I. Because we don't just read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, or the, Luke's record of the book of Acts, and then jump over to, uh, uh, you know, First uh, Peter, Second Peter, whatever. Uh, John, John, John. And uh, we, we jump to, uh, can you see me? Yeah. All right. And... Um, and we don't have to jump all the way and just see James and, 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 and Jude just, you know, and then end up in Revelation. We'd be missing a whole lot of doctrine that is ministered to the church by the writings of the Apostle Paul. This is very important because we believe and we know and we're certain that the Apostle Paul was filled with the Almighty Holy Spirit. That he was a very, very 
effective champion for the Lord of heaven. We know that his epistles and his writings were not the writings of a man. They were the written, the inspired and written utterances of God to go on record so that when you and I look at the epistles and look at the teachings, we can allow the Holy Spirit to feed us the truth. It's very important. And so it leads us to right where we were. He's going to prayer and there's an outsider. Say somebody is not in the church. This damsel was, was a spiritualist. She was, a, 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 um, she was operating in the spirit realm illegally. She, she, she had not entered the body of Christ through faith in the Lordship of Jesus, his uh, sacrificial work at Calvary, his, his, his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension. No, she, she was filled with psychic and demonic phenomena. It's a big difference. And you could choose whatever you want, but don't choose what breaks when it hits the power of God. Choose what God will give you that does not break. Because when two powers collide, the weaker must give. I'm going to stop till somebody gives the Lord some praise today. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. She, she's not, and she's saying what she's saying is true. These are men of God that show us what? The way of salvation. What she's saying is the truth. But, but now we know that the apostle Paul, through the teaching of uh, his um, He's uh, uh, about the charismatic gifts, about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Talking about the nine manifestations of the Spirit. He tells us in his writing to the Corinthians that it's as the Spirit wills. How many understand that? So gifts of healings, working of miracles, and great faith. Somebody shout, great faith. Great faith. That's the God kind of faith. See, that's God's faith. It's a gift from God. It's not man's faith, but it's given to man. Are you listening to me? To profit everyone else or profit the people give them profit from God. So we can't turn it on and off. So when the apostle Paul, it says this she did for many days. Well, how come it took many days? Why did it take many days before Paul being grieved? Paul being grieved. He's hearing the words. And the words are the true, true words. But they're filled with the wrong spirit. They're not the witness of the Holy Spirit. Are you listening to me? Here, here's the enemy always wants to get in on the circle of God's blessing. And get some credit free. Some people just want to tip God and get it all. God is not in the business of being tipped. He doesn't want just our thoughts, our intentions, our sentiments, or our heart. He wants our entirety. And when you give it all to God, He multiplies it and brings it back, pressed down, shaken together, and running over into your world, into your realm, into your sphere. Glory to God. Can you see that? So she's, she's like, how many, can you have a minute? 
Do you have am I blessing you? The Lord is blessing us, isn't he? Here's an allegory that just came to my spirit. These huge semis on the highway. And you can get behind one. And if you get behind one, you could literally cruise off of what? See, you can cruise off of them splitting the air. Are you listening to me? And you can cruise off of them. And see, that's how the devil is. The devil has no fuel of his own. Jesus took it all. My God. He has no power of his own. He's got to get around the reel in order to try to cruise. Don't let the enemy ride on your wake. Hey, glory to God. So that's what she did. And this is why it took this she did for what? Many days. And then Paul was grieved. Well, he was grieved all along. But he needed the Lord, the Spirit, to manifest the gift of faith. That if I with the finger of God, Jesus said, if I with the power of God cast out devils. Are you listening to me? See, it's very important. Can you, can you sit down a minute? We can tell from the text that this woman didn't want to give up that devil. She didn't want to give up that devil because it, it was the source of financial gain for an entire community when they saw that the hope of their gain was lost. So it was, the, it was her living. Are you listening to me? It was her interpretation Oh, you know, you call him the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I call him the whatever. We're not going to even go there. I'm going to stay right down. That God wake right now because I'm anchored. Hallelujah. But no, he's not what you make him. He is who he is. My God, I'm going to stop. He's your savior. He's your healer. He's your deliverer. He is the way, the truth, and the life. My, 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 my. Glory, glory, glory. He's not one way, he's not one way among many. He, he, he's not a place where everybody can tap in and get a little bit of the wind of God and flow on it no no sooner or later someone is going to detect what you're operating in and if it's in this house we will cast that thing right out of your life in order to bring the blessing of God to your life glory to God glory to God I said glory to God I said glory to God That's just the way it is. You may be seated. And it is just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Somebody said, well, no, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. It's just the way it is. Well, I don't believe that. Well, later on you will. When this whole thing is over, if you don't believe before then, uh, you'll believe then. For many days, 
But he being grieved, he was grieved in where? In his spirit. And the Holy Spirit rose up in him. And he spoke loudly to that spirit that was in her. And commanded the spirit to come out. And when he did, there was an instant manifestation. Isn't that powerful? And so this woman that up until that time did not want to get rid or, or of, of what was binding her was set free. And the people around her were angered. People who were making their living off of them. I'm going to have to pass it. I'm going to have to bypass. We read too much. You were read too much scripture for doctor to just close the sermon. Isn't that true? This she did many days. So guess what happened? When they saw that the hope of their gains were lost, they were angered. And their main argument was, these people are Jews. And they're coming over here teaching us customs that are not right for us Romans to follow. Well, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. Jews had a legal right to exercise Judaism anywhere in the, the Roman Empire just as long as they, you know, paid taxes to Caesar and did whatever. So it wasn't the customs that bothered people. You see, let me tell you something. You might think something bothers you when in reality the power of God is bothering you. If the power of God is bothering you, don't let it. Let the power of God bless you. Come on, somebody. I don't care what kind of a denomination we grew up in. Don't let your denomination rob you of his manifestation in your life. Should I stop? No. Should I stop? No. And so they're teaching us customs. They're Jews that are teaching us customs that we should not uh, believe. So they took them and they beat them. You know the story. And they put them in, in the prison. And it wasn't over customs. It was over cash. It was over cash. And let me tell you something. You know why the enemy's main argument against the body of Christ is that the body of Christ is in it for the money? Now we know there are charlatans, we know there are crooks, and we know people that go after people's money. But if God is your money, you're going to hell. Whether you're a Christian or an alien to God, you're going to hell. Are you listening to me? Should I stop? We know that. But the enemy's main argument, here's the answer for America. America, we must see a supernatural revival in the heart of everyone that calls upon the name of the Lord. And we're going to say that one nation under God, we're going to pray for the lost. We're going to believe for people that don't know the Lord. We're going to ask the Lord in this day of synchronization to touch them, to save them, to deliver them. Let the addict be set free. Let the heroin addict be delivered. Let the downcast be lifted. Let the sick and the infirm be healed. Let men and women rise up to their call. 
and let God lift up the moral fabric of this nation once again for us to become a spiritual breadbasket of the world, declaring the good news, launching the missionaries, sending the preachers, and preaching the word of the living God. Hallelujah! 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 Nothing will be able to imprison your testimony and your confession of the Lord your Savior today. When they, when they saw that the whole, you can sit down, that means sit down. Isn't that right? When they saw that the hope of their gain was lost. Isn't that how it read? What was the hope of their gain? What was the hope? No, no the gain was the money. What was the hope of their gain? The hope was the devil that operated through her. Child of God, don't ever give the devil an inch for the sake of money or the sake of being liked by people or for the, are you, don't give him an inch. Give God the whole thing. Give no place to the devil. Give no place to your adversary. Stand up for what you believe. Operate in wisdom. Operate in, in um, respecting others. Operate in the goodness of God. But don't compromise the hope of your calling. So when they saw that the hope of their gain was lost, that means the devil had gone out of the woman now cannot use her in demonic ways. Then they, they said, okay, here's what happened. These people are Jews and they came teaching us and we're Romans. These customs, we're not. So, and so it was not the custom of the Sanhedrin. It was not the custom of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. It was not the custom of the average Jew of the day to cast out devils. That was the new impartation that the Lord brought and didn't leave without leaving that ability available to his body, the church, so that we can walk in authority, dignity, and freedom declaring the good news and the glad tidings of the gospel. Hallelujah. Well, lift your right hand up and shout, Woo! Woo! Lift your left hand up and shout, Woo! Woo! <laughs> Isn't that true? Yes. And so they said, they're teaching us customs that we should not obey. And so it's not right for us Romans to obey that. And so they beat Paul and Silas they um, severely treated them, and sometimes you, you, all over, all over this nation, all over the world. See, it's easy for the man of God to preach little things. See, if you get offended at big things, you're looking at the natural. When God speaks big things, don't look at the natural and say that's impossible. Look at what's being spoken in light of who God is. Yes. 
And if your God is the God of nothing is impossible with God, then don't ever doubt his big promises or his plan. I'm saying to you today that the chains are falling off. I'm saying to you today, the doors are going to open. I'm saying to you today, nothing will imprison your shout, your praise, your preach, your testimony, your confession. Because the Lord needs you. You're his body. The Lord wants to use his body, the church, here and all over the world. You may have been attacked. You may have been contradicted. You may have gone through economic or whatever. And the enemy said, see, you trusted God. Where has it gotten you? Don't be, don't allow Job's wife to talk to you. Because Job's wife said, Curse God and die. The man of God says, praise God and live. Hey! Hey! Woo! Quickly, quickly, quickly. Fire on you! And so at midnight, and at midnight, the word of God tells us at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Prayed. Every, every day our team prays. Every day our family prays. Every day our global church family prays. And then every, every, every week, first day of the week, we pray in agreement with our prayer requests. Every time you send in a prayer, we pray. But every first Sunday of the month, first, first day of the next month, we synchronize our faith. That means we bring our agreement together. Now, if two will agree. See, somebody said, I wonder if the Lord will answer. Don't wonder if two will agree. If two will agree as touching anything on earth, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven, Jesus said. Isn't that right, daughter? Isn't that right, daughter? Isn't that right, daughter? Amen. Daughter and son. Isn't that true? They prayed and what? Okay. They prayed and then sang praises. Praises come after you have concluded that your prayers are heard. And you stop praising. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for blessing our home. Thank you for blessing our life. Thank you for blessing our church. Thank you for blessing our nation. Thank you for blessing the world. Thank you for asking our petitions. You are a faithful God. You're a good God. You're always on time. You never disappoint. You're the healer, the deliverer, the procurer, the supplier, the provider. You're, you're our all in all. We give
give you honor. We magnify you. You're our shepherd. We shall not want. You make us to lie down in green pastures. You lead us beside the still waters. You restore our soul. You lead us in the path of righteousness. For your name's sake, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil. For thou art with us. Thy rod and thy king, they comfort us. You prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Get ready to eat. Get ready to eat at the Lord's table. Hey, hey. Get ready to eat at the Lord's table. the Lord at all times his praise will continually be in my mouth I will say of the Lord he is my refuge he is my shelter he is my protection he is my preservation he is my salvation he is my ever-present help in the time of me he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother my God I will say of the Lord He's bigger than what I'm facing. He's bigger than the mountain. He's bigger than the lie. He's bigger than the adversary. I serve a big God. Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus of Nazareth. My God, lift your hands and thank God that he became, that he came and became Thank God that he's your savior. Thank God that he's your... Go ahead and shout. Now I want you to no- notice for a moment, I'm almost, I'm almost, go- we're going to pray. Listen. Paul and Silas did not do what they felt like doing. There's no person in their right mind, regardless of how, 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 how dedicated to God we are, that we are going to get ill-treated, insulted, beaten with actual rods. Are you listening to me? And then thrown in the inner chamber uh, at midnight and then we're going to feel like whoo I feel like praising the Lord there'd be something wrong with somebody like that amen and someone like that needs deliverance from another kind of devil but any believer any believer among us we don't like it you don't like to do something good and, and then get ill treated for it don't let the reaction of the natural stop you from keeping in pace with God because what you are experiencing right now is about to be shaken by the power of our prayer and the power of agreement together 
is going to be shaken by the Lord of glory. It's going to be shaken. So they started. Now, now many of us, how many of us are, are, are um, International Miracle Institute students? So what happens is this. When we hear words like, uh, take me in to the holy of holies, you, you need to guard your mind. Because the enemy will tell you, well, you're already in the holy of holies. <laughs> you need to guard your mind. Stop. Act right. They were beaten, but they didn't say we already prayed. They started praying and they prayed their way to where the pain was no more. And they prayed their way to where the disappointment was no more. And they prayed their way until all they had left was, you're a good God, you're a mighty God. Thank you, hallelujah, that you counted us worthy to experience these things for your name's sake, hallelujah. Hey, and, and so what happened is they went from an action that they didn't feel like doing. See, you, 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 you don't feel sometimes like praising the Lord. But when, when you walk into the sanctuary, the cathedral of ascension, in order to allow the Lord to lift you, you got to praise and pray and faith your way up. Doesn't mean you're not positionally seated with Christ. But it doesn't mean because you prayed 10 years ago or read that chapter last night. It's talked to you last night the way it's talking to you today. Come on, somebody. Glory be to God. They started praying. And you start praying and you might start, you know, Lord, you know. And then the prisoners heard them. And the prisoners watched them praying from that place of having been beaten to the place to where they are conquerors. They weren't even preaching to the prisoners. They were praying to their God. And they were, hey, and they were praising the Lord of heaven. And the prisoners watch change take place in the life of God's people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, uh, and all of a sudden change happened and they started singing praises to God and the prisoners heard praises and, and the logic just, you can imagine the logic thing, those people just got beaten, thrown in here. How come they got victory? What do they know that we don't know? We, we heard this one and that one. We read this, that, and the other. But these people act like they're from another world. Something happened to them. They were lifted to another level. There's praise in their life and hope in their life. Expectation in their life. Whoo, glory. Us, Jesus will bail you out. I said, Jesus will bail you out. You're praising your way out of a world that is trying to constrict you and confine you. Coming out of, coming out of, coming out of that. <laughs> oh, 
praise. And the prisoners heard them. Pr prisoners heard them. They're, th they're thinking, well, these people are not even, they didn't even appear before the judge. These people don't even know what might happen to them. They might be executed, might be sold into slavery. We don't know what the punishments were. We know all of the above was included. So it's the worst time to praise unless you're never without God. And if you're never without God because he's with you always, then there's always time to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord at all times. Praise the Lord at all times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, uh, and the prisoners heard them. And while they were praising, the prison shook. From the very foundation, what the enemy's building against the body of Christ is being shook from the very foundation. The chains fell off, the doors opened, and uh, they stayed in there. They stayed in there. It's full of the best place to be. And you know what happened? So the morning, the soldiers, the soldier came, and it's dark, and he's going to kill himself. And Paul shouts with a loud voice. Because, you know, it's like urgent. He's going to fall on his sword. It's urgent. When there's an emergency, you shout. Somebody say, well, what, Doc, why you got to be so loud? There's an emergency. <laughs> and um, he said, do yourself no harm. And, and you know, you know the story. What must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus and you'll be saved your and your house. And they led him to the Lord, taught them, baptized them. And then, uh, then uh, you could sit down if you'd like. That's why I stay standing. I use less energy because if I sit standing, it's Amen. Now, that's not an excuse for you to stay seated. <laughs> Somebody said, that's right, Doc. That's why I stay seated. No, that's not an excuse. <laughs> My God. And so you see, the Apostle Paul already had the key. He could have just said, stop. You can't beat me. You can't arrest me, and you can't throw me in prison. I'm a Roman citizen. But he kind of knew some things. See, when you know some things, you don't wonder why some things are happening. Persecution arises for the word's sake. That's how, that's how we find out who is sticking with God and who is pretending. I preach any better I'm going to be caught up and behold things unlawful for a man to utter. Woo! Glory! 
Isn't that true? Now that doesn't mean our faith is in the persecution, but that question is already dealt with. I'm not looking for men to treat me right. Now smart ones will. You met a smart one's will. They'll see that you have favor on your life. He'll cause even your enemies to be at peace with you when the ways of a man please the Lord. I'm not saying men won't be used to help you, but you don't look for men as the source. You recognize that if you're doing what's right and did what's right. And so, so in the morning, so today, I'm going to say this again. I'm going to say this again because the Lord gave me this on the way here. Nothing will be able to imprison your shout, your confession, your preaching, and your witnessing in this world today. and your loved ones who are going through things and, or challenges or even symptoms or, or you need a miracle and you need to see them come back to the Lord or whatever your situation is in your business where you need some things to happen in order to infuse what you're doing with a level of, of, um, of uplifting so you can be a witness for the Lord. All of these things are included. Whatever's trying to confine the body of Christ and the mission of this supernaturally born of God body of believers in America and around the world whatever the devil is building will be shaken in this hour throughout this decade from its very foundations and we're coming out with glory with light with victory with testimony and with praise we're coming out Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, glory, glory. And so, the next morning, this is very important. So the, the, the next day, they sent to them, and I'm bypassing it. We can meditate on that later. And, and said, um, go ahead. You can go free. And, and Paul, Paul is like, no. You beat us publicly. You insulted us publicly. And now you want to send us away privately? Uh, can I paraphrase? Who you think we are? You oppose us publicly. Who you think? You talked about us publicly. Who you think we are? We're not. We're not people that you can dismiss at will. And you could see allegorically allegorically like by analogy you could see the distinction between one level uh, of, um, 
of acknowledgement in citizenship and another level of acknowledgement. You're citizens of the kingdom. And he said, you, you took us, you beat us, and you treated us unlawfully. And he discloses his citizenship in the empire. And they're like terrified by the fact. So, so right now, you're a child of the living God. Right now, you're a child of the living God. And right now, lift your hands and start praising the Lord. Every, every constraint that has been built by the enemy to stifle and silence your shouts, your praise, your testimony, or your preaching is being shaken from its very foundations. From its very foundation. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.